Hello and uh, welcome to the Make Money and Stick It to the Man podcast with me, Dominic Frisby. And today we talk about the US dollar. If the US dollar keeps rising from here, it is going to hurt. Stock markets have taken quite a tumble this past week or so and there's been a lot of noise about the end of the tech bubble. Even with some 70% plus corrections, many tech companies' valuations remain extraordinarily high. But what seems to have gone rather less reported is the extraordinary battering that metals have taken too. And whether base or precious, ferrous or platinum group, Russia-centric or dispersed, metals have been walloped. And the reason? Their nemesis has risen. The US dollar is the most important price in the world and we've been fretting about the US dollar for some time now. A year in, year ago in June in the, my pre-substack days over at Money Week we wrote that everything hinges on the direction of the dollar and then in November we warned investors to beware the most important price in the world is rising. I was worried first that it would rise and then that it was rising. Well talk about risen. The US dollar has been of late doing its best impersonation of Bitcoin on one of its bull runs. It's gone parabolic and right now it's at a particularly critical juncture. The problem with the dollar is that when it rises, everything else tends to go down the swanny, generally speaking, of course. And it's a bit of a chicken and egg job. I'm never quite sure if the dollar is rising because everything else is tanking or if everything else is tanking because the dollar is rising. In any case... We speculators prefer an environment in which asset prices rise and the dollar falls. We may give it the big one about the Federal Reserve's money printing, but we still want them to print money (laughs) if it means uh, the well-being of our portfolios is preserved. Central bankers and politicians aren't the only hypocrites. But back in June, I identified two key levels for the US dollar. 88.9 and 103. And this is the US dollar index we're talking about here. That's the US dollar measured against the currencies of its major trading partners, the euro uh, and the Japanese yen mostly with a bit of pound sterling, Swiss franc, Canadian dollar and Swedish krona thrown in. The only currency that has been outperforming the dollar of late has been the Russian ruble. (laughs) Go figure. But note that one is the petro currency And the other is gas money. Fossil fuels pay. Indonesia should start demanding rupees for its coal or rupias for its coal. It's the world's largest coal exporter. In any case, after its bonanza of the last 12 months, the dollar index now stands at 103. And with the exception of the dot-com bust era, 2000 to 2002, this would be as high as it's been since 1985 when the G5 nations had to gather together and agree the Plaza Accord to devalue it. Yet even with its relative might, US inflation still stands at 8.5%. That's fiat currency for you. I cannot stress enough what an important level 103 is. If the dollar goes above 103 and stays there, what is currently an eye-watering situation is going to become eye-bleeding. 103 is the high it hit in 2020 during the COVID panic. It's the high it hit um, in 2016 just before um, Trump became president. It was like the peak of Obama's period. It's a... 
it's the highest it's been since 2002. Um, it's pretty extraordinary. If it makes a high here or it does one of those false moves and fast in the opposite direction, then the long metals anti-US dollar inflation trade is back on. In fact, it's pretty extraordinary how well metals have done this past year, given US dollar strength. It's only really in the last month or two when it's gone parabolic that, that things have fallen apart. But that's shortages and year of, years of underinvestment for you. Wait and see what happens to metals if the dollar starts falling. In any case, let's take a look at, take a look at the long-term chart of the US dollar index. It's there in the article to give you an idea of where we are in the grand scheme of things. This recent rally looks minuscule on the 40-year chart, but let me tell you it's been quite something. And as anyone who followed the dollar through 1984, 2008 and 2014 will tell you, parabolic US dollar moves can go on longer than you think. But dollar moves also tend to end with spikes such as the one that we've just seen, and 103 is an obvious place for a spike to end. The Fed is likely to raise the federal fund rate by 50 basis points at its rate-setting meeting this week. That much is priced in already, I'd say. We'll know more when the Fed boss, Jerome Powell, makes his speech. But one wonders if general geopolitical jitters are a bigger factor here. If we get a move above 103 and 120 comes back into the frame, that really would hurt. But in this increasingly nuts world, the only real surprises are no surprises. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back with another podcast very soon. Please subscribe to the Substack channel, frisbee.substack.com. Loads of fantastic content. And I'll be back with another article, another podcast very soon. Thank you. <laughs>